This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hear me? I did. I heard you. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need. You just say that and they show up. They come jumping out of a shrub. Oh, cool. No matter where you are in life, when you need the coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, this is Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend Deep Dive with Dana Carvey Hey Dana Glad to be here, Conan It's a six-part mini-series where I, Conan O'Brien, along with occasional help from my assistant, Sonam Obsessian. Hi. And my producer, Matt Gorley. Hi. Go deep into the weeds with one of my favorite comedians and friends, Dana Carvey. Enjoy. Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Well, I'm a happy little boy, because once again, <laughs> I'm sitting with one of my favorite people of all time, Dana Carvey, and we are going to shoot six, call them mini episodes, if you will. Special. If I had my choice, it would be 75 mega episodes, <laughs> but apparently Dana's a little too busy Well, 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 look at what we got ourselves here. Oh my God. We got ourselves a talk show man. <laughs> That's what your plan is? You want a talk, talk show man? Who is that? that? I just love doing that. Who I, is that guy? I wanted to start. Who is that guy? It's the asshole in the Western movies at the bar. And he says, well, well, well. Look at what we got ourselves here. We got ourselves a talk show man. You going to talk, talk show man? Is that your plan? You going to talk like a talk show man? So the funny part is you keep going with yes. talk a show, talk a show man. And so what happens is this is a Western where a talk show host is sitting at the bar <laughs> and a dusty cowboy with two right. six shooters on each, uh, six shooters on each hip. Yeah. Yeah. comes in, wipes the dust of the trail off right. of himself, sees the talk show host, myself or Regis Philbin. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit of Regis. Yeah, and, and no, and then and then comes up to me and goes like, well, well, well. Yes, and what do uh, well, you can do it with any occupation? Well, Sonia, what we got? We all got ourselves on assistance here. <laughs> Woo is that your plan? You're gonna assist? You're gonna make life easier for Conan? Is that your, is that your plan? 
<laughs> Assistance woman. Yeah. It works with everybody. It works with, uh, does it work with Matt Gorley, the podcast producer? Oh, looky what we got ourselves here. We got ourselves a podcast producer. You're going to produce a podcast? Yeah. Is that your plan? Podcast man? He going to find a podcast and he going to produce it up. Ain't your podcast man? So it does, it works with everyone. I don't everyone. want no trouble. Oh, well, well, looky what we got ourselves here. He wants no trouble, mister. That your plan? To get no trouble? You're a trouble, mister. Man, no trouble in your life. Is that your plan, mister? Oh, trouble man? I've noticed in the short time you've been here, you don't seem to be going for your gun at all. You just keep repeating stuff. <laughs> so I, I think I'm relatively safe. You're not as menacing as I thought. I don't pack heat. I, I humiliate. And then I leave. So he doesn't ever shoot anybody, this guy. Everything that delights me is just about me, my brand as being a, he's a nice guy. What a nice guy. And all my characters are just aggressive. Okay. This like is... this one. So long, Spotify. <laughs> Farewell, pod. Save America, whatever it is. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> Konako. Konako Productions. Konako Productions. So that's another like aggressive, you could get up on anyone with that. For, for people who are listening and have trouble with relationships at any time, <laughs> just so you don't want to date me again. <laughs> that's all right. Now, I, you bring up something really fascinating because you are... Dana, I'm just telling this telling the viewer, the viewer for a second, because some people do view these by just staring at their. You did say that we were shooting six episodes. <laughs> you of this, did. By the way. Well, sorry, I've been in television for 78 years, and I just got hornswaggled mm-hmm. into this, <laughs> into, into this medium mere months ago. You can't see us, but you can hear us. <laughs> it sounds like he's he's gonna blow up a bridge or something. But you bring up devious. Some, you bring up yeah. something that that is uh, I want to talk about, which is aggressive. And yeah. anger, uh, obviously, a big part of comedy. You are such a nice person. Dana is such a nice guy, but at the same time, and I think we have this in common. We're both, I think, nice people, but we're constantly fantasizing about what's the worst thing we could do. What is the worst <laughs> way we could behave? And I did this mm. the other day. I did an event uh, at UCLA and it was uh, Mrs. Obama. And my job was the to introduce yep. Mrs. Obama. And wow. these really nervous writers came up to me and they were saying, oh, Conan, you're going to introduce Mrs. Obama. And I immediately said, okay, here's what I want to do. And this is minutes before I'm supposed to do it in front of 10,000 kids. I'm like, this is what I want to do. Okay, can you guys get me the Black Eyed Peas song? Tonight's gonna be a good night. <laughs> and Sony, you were there. Yeah. And they were like, wow. and they were yeah, like, what? Gutsy. And I'm like, I want to go out there and I want to say, hey guys, you young kids, a lot of you think I'm irrelevant. And I'm an old guy, but I'm not, because I know what's going on now. Drop it. And then I wanted that song to play, and I wanted to start dancing to Tonight's Gonna Be a Good Night. And then I wanted to start yelling off stage, Mrs. Obama, get out here, get out here. And of course, she wouldn't come out because she'd be a fool to. And I'm dancing like an idiot. And then I wanted to go, What the fuck? What the fuck's wrong? Come on. And I thought, and I just was like, I was, I love thinking of ways to destroy my career. That's 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 not what you should do. <laughs> that's not a good idea. Michelle's got a particular way she likes to be introduced. But Mr. Obama, Mr. Obama, what I want to well, do is play the Black Eyed Peas song. Tonight's going to be a good night, and I want to start dancing, and then I want to try and force Mrs. Obama to come out and dance with me and say Mazel Tov and Lahaim. We can get back. Here's what I want to do, Obama. Michelle and Brock have a deal at Netflix. They are movie and TV producers. Yeah, let's talk about How that. How hip would it get 
to go in there and just pitch something to them. You know, Obama's there. He's like, well, before you begin, Dana, I'm, I'm kind of new to the whole uh, movie thing. <laughs> I got a bit of an idea. And I don't know if anyone's done it. It's about a little cute alien comes down to Earth. My friend's a little girl. And then the spaceship leaves. It can't get home. It's got to call home. <laughs> I think that's E.T. by Spielberg. Oh, fuck me. Michelle, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> so you can go on and on with that. So, so okay. So people were coming in. I... But the whole, th- the whole fun of it is, fuck me. Michelle, what do you got? <laughs> it's a show about a wizard that goes to a school. Uh, that's Harry Potter. Fuck me. Michelle, what do you got? <laughs> That, I want that to be a T-shirt. Is that wrong? Is it no, aggressive? I, see, see, but when am I, I on Predator Island? Oh, what I love, what I love, yeah, is that you can. It's comedy as a way to escape being nice and and correct, and just these yes. kind of riffs where, okay, you are. Barack Obama, you've got a really beautiful office at Netflix. Yeah. Okay, you've got your 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 you're a little casually dressed because you've been yeah, you're out you of the office now. Uh, presidency, you're enjoying life. You've got this big Netflix deal, and now you're taking meetings. And uh, you know Conan O'Brien comes in to maybe help out. So I've come in, and right. you are Barack Obama. That's right. Well, uh, hey, Mr. President, it's an honor to be here, and I'm excited that you're working at Netflix. That's good stuff. I love what you're saying. Well, That's what I, I do. I, I, well, I, I, okay, I didn't say much. What's the idea that you've got? I don't know an idea about uh, a young man that comes to America, may, you know, from uh, from another part of the world, and he's confused about American society. When I get a cup of coffee, I'm already asleep. <laughs> That's not that's not a that that's that's not a good idea. That's not what you ought to be doing. Okay. That's the way I talk and I don't know why. Okay. I just lit up the end of the sentence. Lit up. So you didn't like that idea. What about this? What about a game show where couples have to try and complete each other's sentence? Do you like that? And then well, that I that so what what is that show? I don't Married I, Newlywed game. Newlywed. Oh <laughs> the newlywed game. Obama Obama, the tone of Obama, for me being an impressionist, right. just the calming tone of him, where it was just, we're going to be good. Things are going to be all right. And he would just point out stuff and call globally and make you feel better about it. Like that, he just pointed, that's not what they ought to be doing. That's not in the interest of Russia to go into a country like that. And then the press would go, what are you going to do? And goes, not a thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Yes, it's at, a nice contrast. At 300 pounds, cover, you know, the orange. I mean, what? where does he, he's fighting the whole world all day long. Sanctions, fuck you, terrorists, crooked Hillary. What are you? It's just such a crazy, can I do my favorite new Trump rhythm? Yeah. This is the one I like because Trump has so many sub rhythms and weird, crazy things. But I like it when he's impatient with us not knowing how brilliant he is. Mm-hmm. I know how to make deals. I make a lot of deals. I can make deals. I know how to make deals. I can make a lot of deals. That's what I do. I make a deal. <laughs> it's getting there. I mean, he can work one word. For three minutes and somehow it works. You're going to be happy, happy, like, excuse me, many people are saying, happy, like you wouldn't believe, happy, happy, you say, people say, you're going to be happy, you're going to be happy, happy, like you wouldn't believe, happy, happy, happy. <laughs> and seven minutes goes by seven and nothing has been said. By. You know what He's I noticed? A fascinating character. I was, you should add this in. He does this. You've probably noticed this. I was listening to him uh, on the radio yesterday. He hmm. takes in air rapidly through his nose when yes. he talks. He goes, <laughs> yes. There and was rumors it, he did coke because of that early on. Yeah, and I don't think that's it. No, I think that it's he, nasal. he takes an inhalation and then he does what you're doing. Gotta do. 
Go, go. Yeah. Yeah. And then he takes an inhale as if he's a whale coming up to the surface <laughs> and has to grab as much as he can before he goes back down to talk for an hour. <laughs> well, the one thing that's kind of interesting is like Obama also could sing, which was amazing, I think, for, right. you know. Right. Amazing grace. You know, and he was could sing really well. We yeah. never had a singing, what well, maybe Nixon. My darling, <laughs> but I always thought it'd be great if Trump got up there with a the mic, the inaugural, whatever. Parade, you know, no one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to be the sad man behind orange comb over. <laughs> did I do that on your show? I think I did. I don't remember. Does it it's matter? All, it's all. Does it matter? I, we just put I'm it out there. I'm not gonna edit, man. man. Yeah. I'm just here. I'm just me. I'm just real. Feel me. Touch me, man. You know, did Monet say, uh, hey, did I paint that lily already? You know? So, no, where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh? I don't know. Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa treatment? Where? Well, you live there. California. <laughs> California, Sona. No matter where California. you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. I'm a California resident. So are you. Sona, you are a lifelong California resident. I'm a lifer. I love this place. This is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. You know, you can go whale watching, you can go hiking in Yosemite, and then uh, talk about the great cities in California. You get all this amazing food, sushi, whatever you want, they got it in California. Hey, if you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. This is unbelievable. I've been talking about this idea for years. I know. I want you to explain it more. I can. Okay. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required access from anywhere. I had this idea years ago. <laughs> I was telling people no one listened to me. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems. Remember when I said that? Yeah. Because you've got one unified, unified business, business management, management suite. suite. You yes. said that. Yeah. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math, man. Yeah. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Conan, netsuite.com slash Conan. I'm going to say it one more time just for emphasis, netsuite.com slash Conan. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all sometimes have issues or things we need to talk about, get off our chest. I have that all the time. Don't you, Sona? I do. Yeah, and we need people to talk to. And we carry around different stressors. We carry big stressors. We carry small stressors. Uh, I was raised in a culture where you're supposed to kind of bottle it up. And I've learned over time that that's not the best thing to do. If you do let things 
rattle around in there for a while without talking it out, it can affect your life very negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. BetterHelp's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. A lot of people have a barrier towards getting therapy because they think, well, I don't know, I've got to find the person, talk to them. What if I? it's not a good match? I Then it's awkward. None of that. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Conan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Conan. Come on, if most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a, what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do, and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, 1 billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not. That's more people than are on Earth because there are people on the moon using it and Saturn. <laughs> that's one over 1 billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Hmm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Was that a little bit of a Dennis Miller? A little bit of Dennis Miller, okay? My IQ goes up when I do Dennis. Dennis has some of the best references, you know? He just, football. Or the way he'll say things. Like, surprise me, see if I can do it. Any any topic. Okay, uh, talk about uh, the Mueller report. Christ sakes, okay? Uh, The FBI guy, the Elliot Ness dude, comes out with the bombshell, okay? Everybody's going hyperbolic, Pelosi blowing a gasket, okay? (laughs) Let's bring the bar cat out. He's not beat up enough, all right? That's an old 68 right there, okay? Let's hang him up in the town square, okay? You know, I was... (laughs) I told you, I may have said this, but I was watching... He's brilliant. He he saw me once. I worked with him on Saturday Night Live, Mm -hmm. and I think he misunderstood once because he could sometimes come across as kind of menacing back oh, in the yeah, day. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, so I kind of just stayed out of his way and I was over at the craft services table on Saturday Night Live and I just said something. People were talking and Dennis mm-hmm. said something and then I said something and I think Dennis misunderstood and thought that I had maybe made a Make little insult or a crack yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And Dennis just went, this is 1988 and he went, oh, 
So Combsy took a little shot at Den yeah. at Denden. He went, oh, so Combsy took no. a little shot at Denden, and I went, what? And he's like, okay, Combsy going after Denden. Well, here it goes. And then I remember thinking, shit. He's pissed at me now, and I think he thought that I had gone after him in some way. Well, he would go in. I don't know if you were there. He'd go in like we had the best junior varsity. There was a room. There was a holding room where Farley, Spade, Tim Meadows, um, you know, Sandler, they'd all be in there. And they'd love it when Dennis would come in and just rip each of them before he'd leave. He'd be leaving like at five o'clock, you know, Farley, they're not buying the fat kid thing, okay? <laughs> then you go to Spade, Carvey's already got that one nailed, okay, Kinky? <laughs> then Sandler, nobody's buying this, hand couple God, nobody's buying that, okay, yeah. babe? And they loved it. They just, yeah, they loved getting torn apart. I remember his references would get, the more obscure I thought, the right. funnier they were. I was listening yeah. to him do uh, Monday Night Football once. And someone was getting their ankle, a player was getting his ankle taped on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. And Al Michaels or something said, wow, they're really going to town on his ankle. Looks like he really hurt it. And uh, Dennis went, I haven't seen that much rapping (laughs) since Christo did the Pont Neuf. And I, was, and I was like, what? Christo, the artist who wraps oh things with yeah, giant, uh, had, had done brilliant. an exhibition once around the Pont Neuf where he <laughs> took giant oh wrappings. God. And so you're just a guy at home eating a sandwich watching Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, whatever it was. And he was yeah. just like, I haven't seen that much rapping since Christo did the Pont Neuf. And I brilliant. lost it. I just thought, this is fantastic. Wow. I'm sure so many football people right now are furious because they don't know what's going on. One of my favorites was, um, Christ's sakes, I haven't seen choreography like that since the Lee Harvey Oswald prison transfer. (laughs) That's like kind of a classic, somewhat accessible. Yeah. That was horrible choreography. Yeah, he used to to do the warm-up at SNL when I was there. And yep. he had a really good act. Yeah. But one of his things was he had it memorized and he would go out and say it as fast as he could. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. He would do his warm ups under a lot of pressure. So fast. I, I, was it pressure or was it just him saying, screw this? I just want to get this out of the way. A little bit of both. It know. was like a record played at double speed. Yeah. L- literally that fast. Yeah. It was like, well, it's not so anyway. It sounds more like Manson got an onion up the old bunion. But I got to tell you, that's one right now in summertime. But like, and you, you were racing to keep up. You couldn't. You couldn't. Well, you're lucky my chick's not here. Okay. Keep, I'm doing kind of a Bing Crosby now with him, I think. And it's going down there like that. But he also has a very high kind of soft he's a, a vulnerable young man that's a nice thing for you to say yes only young man <laughs> al gore's got 350 tucked net you know <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> bernie sanders came out yesterday and said i check with my accountant i now officially hate myself i'm a rich prick i hate me i hate me i'm a greedy rich prick and i I'm, you know, uh, so you've always your stories. You've always had an eye for the money, Dana. I'm you fascinated love... what I'm talking with. Like if I'm if I'm hanging out with Sandler, I'm fascinated. Am I talking a three fifty net, four fifty net, five hundred? I'm talking millions net. What do you want to know who you're talking to? <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah, guess. but it's interesting because when when I've talked to you. You get this laser focus, and I'll be talking to you just about my life, and you'll, and then I'll say, um, and then you'll just start to, you're staring at me. Yeah, and I'm As if you're probing. looking into my yes. soul, and then you'll say, <clears throat> and these are all made up figures, but you'll say like, 
All right, well, let's see. Okay, this is I, I, okay. I'm thinking the, the TBS yeah. deal. You're getting this, yeah. You know? And then you'll go. I think you're getting that. Now I think you're getting that net. You're getting that net. Okay. Right. I'm going to say there's a couple of things you do, a couple of corporates a year. I'm going to give you. I bet you do six. I bet you do six. Now I think they provide the plane, and you do <laughs> it's this. Like I'm Rain Man and, or something. You know, and, and you six. start yeah, doing definitely it. six. Definitely six. <laughs> and then you'll say, uh, and you'll say, no, I know you got, you know, you got the family, you got to take care of them, but, uh, but then you think about, okay, you got the podcast too. Now, listen, let's just say that those don't make, now you got to split that money, of course, with, with TBS. That's yeah. okay. But, but yeah. and, and I watch you and you just go to town and you are yeah. surgical about it. And it feels like you can look at anybody. It's a tell. It's a tell. For you, it's like you just blink a little longer than normal when I get <laughs> close to the actual truth. So you bought a house for 27 million. You know, and I can look and see if it was actually higher or lower. So for you, I deconstructed you. I didn't blink. blink, I know. With Spade, I was able to discern his net worth in about 20 minutes just by the cat and mouse game. (laughs) I'm an evil person. (laughs) Let's see about you guys. No, but I find money I think we'll be easy, right? Yeah. Celebrity net worth. No, but we've talked about this, that it's fascinating to know how celebrities... There used to be that show, Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous. And I'm yelling and I don't know why. <laughs> that was Robin Leach. It's, a, it's an old reference, but it was an Australian man who sounded like he was trapped yes. in a well. He was Australian? <laughs> he I was think he was Australian. Aust- definitely Australian. And he would say things like, look at this palatial palace. And yeah. he, he would talk about- <laughs> Champagne dreams and caviar and whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. But what's far more fascinating is to go through, I'm interested in what- people spend like you sometimes you get these little nuggets there'll be it'll come out in a divorce proceeding that johnny depp spent something crazy like ten thousand dollars a day on wine wine and you and you think i don't Mm -hmm. even know if i had the most expensive wine i could think of and i had it shooting out of hoses You know, into yeah. a giant urinal, I don't think it would reach $10,000 at the end of the day. I did a movie a long time ago with Nicolas Cage, and he was a kindred spirit. He's always looking at schematics of Porsches and cars, and he had a, a train, a, this, he, this giant Lionel train in his hotel room that was like 20 feet across. And I like to watch it go. You, know, like, <laughs> you must have a train. You know, he was just... But he was, uh, him and Johnny, they really spent it. I don't know, maybe I should spend more. I mean, I Well, you know, there are those people that have a, have a kind of, they want to spend their last dime as they take their last breath. That was Lovitz, because Lovitz will come out with a Bentley, and I go, how could you afford a Bentley? Why did you buy a Bentley? He goes, because I'm going to be dead. (laughs) That's a direct quote. I'm going to take my own life in an hour. You can't take it with you. Uh, I don't like things. No, John John Lovitz, uh, no matter what's happening in his career, will always have several cars and really nice leather jackets. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'll always have an attractive woman on his arm. And the first thing he'll say to you when you come up to him is (laughs) instead of introducing her politely, he'll just look at the girl, look at you and go, Jealous? Yeah. <laughs> jealous? Oh, jealous? God. If you give him a compliment, like, yeah, I like that jacket. Jealous? Yeah, well, he'll do it about anything. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. looks like a pretty healthy salad. Jealous? <laughs> no. I'm happy you're having that salad, but I don't... John it. Lovitz is the kind of guy that took one day to know him and 20 years to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I mean, where did he come from? He talks like he's from the 40s. Hello, everybody. But he, I remember when he really tried to work this catchphrase on Saturday Night Live. Do you remember the one, goodbye, yes. everybody, goodbye? He had, 
you know, wanted the, another huge national. He had the, you know, he had the liar, which was that's uh, uh, yeah, that's the ticket. That's the ticket, and yeah. that was a huge uh, national catchphrase. Yeah, and everybody was saying that's the ticket, and it was a giant thing. And he wanted another one, so he kept trying to force it. And yes. he had one that he did. And he kept trying to do it. He would do it uh, in the in the writer's room. He would right. do it, constantly pitch it to us. And he'd get angry that we didn't think it was good. And that catchphrase was? Uh, I think, well, there were two. One was, as Harvey Weinstein, yeah. I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? Yeah. <laughs> that was one. And right. then it was, goodbye, everybody, goodbye. That's the one I remember. I yeah. remember the second one. Yeah. It was, that was it. That was yeah. the whole catchphrase. It was, goodbye, everybody, goodbye. <laughs> and... <laughs> You'd think, well, what is that attached to? Well, I don't know. You're the writer. You figure it out. And he'd get mad. And <laughs> like I'd say, well, I don't... guy. Yeah. And come, he'd... On. come on, you're the writer. You figure it out. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Well, I did a fake one. I don't know if I've told this story before. When I doesn't uh, matter. The second year of Saturday Night Live, we had a little press conference, and they asked me, "Do you have any... my second year in like '87? Do you have any new catchphrases?" So I made up uh, my new catchphrases. I got to, got to, got to go. <laughs> and then Jan Hooks was was the, the sidekick, and she was going, and I'm going to go on with them. Yes. So we wrote that sketch, Funny Little Poopy Head, yes. which you know about. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. And you were totally making fun of everybody who was trying to come up with a catchphrase. Yeah, completely. But then, in, ironically, I, I don't know if that's the word. I use that too much, ironically. But uh, it actually started to catch, you know? I got to, got to, got to go. And I'm a going with. But them. it was completely made up in the press course. Like, wow, he's got a, you know, because I when I I've done um, corporate dates where I said, well, I'll improvise that part, and they go, well, what are your improvs going to be? <laughs> <laughs> what? Can I tell? Can you tell us ahead of time what your improvs going to be? That's why I say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. The Exxon people want to know. Uh, you know, what I just want to go back to one last time. Yes, I love Obama hearing as an as a Netflix exec or a guy who worked who now That's has a right. Netflix deal. I love him hearing a pitch with Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. or else pitching pitching his own idea. Yeah, I like then, him pitching his own idea. Can then, I hear that again? That's right. Well, let's see what I got. Here's an idea, Connor. I'm not sure if this is something that people are going to see, but maybe it's something you can work with. Okay, Mr. President, go so ahead. So, family, let's from uh, the Appalachian, and they don't they don't have any money, and they they strike. They strike oil. They come to Hollywood and they, they set up shop in a big old mansion. Uh, Mr. President, that sounds a lot like uh, 1960s hit, the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, fuck me. Michelle, what do you got? <laughs> that, that's okay, not, what else, what else you got, stuff. Mr. I want to hear another one, Mr. President. Don't get discouraged because you're, you're new to show business. Mr. President, you're new to show business. That's and right. You've got this big Netflix deal. Don't get discouraged and I'm here to help. Well, let's, let's, we're also doing some TV. Okay. Now, here's an idea. Okay. There's a millennial, they're kind of young people in their 20s, and they hang out at a coffee shop, and they're friends. Uh, and, and that's it? That's it. Okay, well, that just what you've told me now sounds a lot like the TV show Friends. Oh, fuck me. Michelle, what are you got? <laughs> <laughs> I want a T-shirt of that. <laughs> I want to do one of these. Uh, <laughs> fuck me. Michelle, what do you got? Because Michelle never talks. No, no. I don't do it, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. She's just there rolling her eyes, you know, putting mm-hmm. up with uh, that. Is, I love that. Can that, he pitch uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, please? <laughs> well, here's an idea. I don't know if it's going to work, but this is more along for young people. For kids, you think? Maybe maybe children. Okay. <laughs> there's these. There was sort of a radioactive event near uh, near a swamp or a jungle or something. And these okay. turtles, they they grow up real big, and they're uh, they're kind of mutants from the radioactivity, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like they're 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 sort of in their formative years. You could call them teenagers, <laughs> and um, they're they're turtles. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's any good. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Teenage Mutant Turtle. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. President. I think that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh fuck me, Michelle. What do you got? <laughs> All right. Fuck me the show. What do I got? That's it for this episode. Uh, if you don't uh, tune in for another one, you're a fool. We a are, fool, I tell you. Please come back. Dana Carvey. It's, uh, it's just the most fun uh, I can have in show business right now. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend with Sonam Obsessian and Conan O'Brien as himself. Produced by me, Matt Gorley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco and Chris Bannon and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Special thanks to Jack White for the theme song. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blayert, and the show is engineered by Will Beckton. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review featured on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 323-451-2821 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT. Now ADT professionally installs Google Nest products so your home is safe and smart. Google Nest cams can tell the difference between a person, an animal, and a vehicle. Mm. Or with Nest doorbell, even a package. I can't tell the difference between those things. That's incredible. (laughs) And with Nest Aware as part of your monthly ADT service, you get 30 days of event video history. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are trademarks of Google LLC.